everybody, this is Podcast Gameoverse, episode 104. For Saturday, May 14, 2022, I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by my dude Rick. What's up? Yo, what is up, everybody? We have a fun show coming up. Uh, we just had an Indie World Showcase on the 11th, so we got a few trailers to talk about, a couple things to go over. We're not going to hit everything, everything that was on there, but a few things. Um, but let's start where you always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. I finished Tunic. I'm not going to talk about it other than to say yeah. it is it is the most solid four out of five that I could ever give. Like four, four point, out of five. Four point nine. If I could give like a four point nine nine repeating, uh, it would be Tunic. It's just a point zero 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 one away from being like a perfect five. It's uh oh damn that game's, that game's incredible. It's it's for me it's the combat system and the stamina system. It's just it's two Dark Souls, and that's like the yeah. one. It's it's the one downside I have to the otherwise incredible fucking experience that game is. Uh, perfect in every other way and i i think a lot of people might enjoy the dark soulsy style combat shit but for me it was just it was a little much um but there is like uh, accessibility options in the in the game where you can just turn off the stamina shit and you can turn on like no no death mode or like invincibility and i turned that on for the final battle for the final battle i was like fuck this uh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and and yeah i just i just was like i did everything else i almost i damn near went 100 percent percent of that game uh, i got all the pages of the manual there's like these like fairies you can find i got all the fairies and then there's like some like hidden treasures that you can find but i didn't do all those but everything else i did oh so you're like you're into that game huh oh yeah oh yeah i got a pen and pad here of just like maps drawn out and shit like oh shit it is it is one of those games where you have to go external and and get a get a paper and pencil and start drawing shit out cuz yeah those uh the end game puzzles are pretty pretty fucking crazy but uh yeah it was it was fun like all that stuff so much fun but then you know there's the combat and it's just it's too dark soulsy so yeah there's like it's hard to get around if you don't if you don't like it if dark souls combat doesn't jive with you there's not a lot you can do to like change that that's my problem with a lot of those souls likes is i don't like the dark souls formula too much so it has to stray away from it quite a bit for me to like get entertained. Yeah, that's why I like games like Neo, Neo Two, Salt and Sanctuary, because they do just enough to like differentiate from it that I like I fuck with it. But yeah, solving solving the game's like final puzzle, and and getting that last you get the last piece of the of the manual, which uh, ends up being the first page. And uh, I don't think this is not spoilers telling you like what is like on it and shit because it's not. It's just it's just a, like a letter from the devs, like thanking you from playing the, for playing the game. But it's like the first page oh. of the manual, so it's like it's like hey, thanks for playing and oh, you found you did it. 
but there's more secrets to find and shit like that. And it's like, but then like the the music changes and it's like it's like a it's like an end credit. It's like a second end credits without it being like done. Like you're still playing the game, but all the music changes and like really like hits a hits a crescendo. That's like, oh yeah, this is like this is fucking awesome. Uh, so yeah, Tunic. It's uh, it's it's. It's in my top ten. It's a top ten game all time. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Good it's, shit. It's, Check it's it out that, then. The, the soul stuff just kind of, for me, it's it makes it less it lesser, but it's still everything else makes up for it. Check it out then. It's on my list. Like it's on Game Pass. I should just try it already. It's, it's an incredible game of the year, though. It game of the good. year. It looks good. And like watching you play it, it looked really good. And I've heard a lot of people say some nice shit about it. So yeah, I'll definitely need to check it out for sure. I haven't been playing a lot recently. Um, is there anything else you've been playing outside of uh, Tunic that you want to talk about? That's that's it. That was it. That that's was it. Been, that's been doing that every night. <laughs> I finished Force Unleashed on the Switch. Nice. I kind of had to force myself to finish it because, like, that last boss fight was, like, kind of bullshit. Like, the game itself, like, the combat's kind of clunky, and the last, like, part of it, it it's, like, a fun kind of clunky for most of the game, you know? It's got that, like, old-school jank that you kind of put up with. You can kind of learn to, like, manipulate a little bit. You learn how it works and, like how to use it i can say honestly i've used i use most of the moves the game gives you like so that's something i can say i don't rely on like one strategy i use most of the game gives me but the combat's very clunky and it is magnified on the very last part of the game because the game gets like really hard it throws a ton of enemies at you some very annoying enemies it throws them like in droves I I think I died once getting to that point. And when I got to that last level, I must have died like seven, eight times during that last part of the game. <laughs> and a lot of it didn't feel like my fault. A lot of it felt like kind of bullshit enemy placement. <laughs> but I will say I played it start to finish. It's something I didn't think I was going to do, but I did do it. <laughs> so... Nice. For that, it's definitely worth the twenty dollars. That's if you can get past that jank, it's worth the twenty dollars. But in my opinion, if you're looking for a fun Star Wars game with fun combat, Jedi Academy is the way to go. It's about the same price on Switch, so if you don't own on anything else, that's probably a better a better investment for a fun game. Um, but I beat that finally. I tried to play the original Force Unleashed on pc so i kind of compare and contrast but that pc port runs like shit so that didn't happen <laughs> um like it runs very poorly the frame rate's awful there's a bunch of audio issues that are super obnoxious like i'll swing my lightsaber and you'll hear the room 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 sound when you're swinging but when you hit something that crashing like sparking sound that they make when they clash with something that comes like a second after I hit something. It's so weird. 
And I don't know if the physics have always been this wonky, but the physics are fucking ridiculous. Like, nothing makes sense with how it falls, how it moves. I think that's just that PC port, though. Because I've seen gameplay of it, and it doesn't look that bad. So, I was my, my plan was to beat the Force Unleashed Switch port, because it's based on the PS2 and Wii port. And then play the PC version, because that's based on, like, the 360 PS3 version. They kind of compare them and do like a little small segment compare the two of them, but that didn't fucking happen. <laughs> um, so Joker instead, says, Joker wants to know what you think about the story. The story's great. It's fun. Like the story's really cool. It's a really cool look at the Force that we've never seen before. Um, because it really does use the forces like, pardon the pun, like a force of nature, something not to be fucked with. And you really get to see, like, the extent of it. Like, some of the cool shit that we see now that we take for granted in the trilogy um, was originated from Force Unleashed. Even things like stopping blaster bolts with the Force, that was done in Force Unleashed. So, there's a lot of cool shit in there. Plus, I'll be honest, like, a lot of stuff was inspired by that directly. Um, Ram Coda losing his eyes, being a Jedi Master. That's that was basically copied wholesale for Rebels, for Star Wars Rebels and Janan Kanan Garris's character. So I'm getting into like some nerd shit you probably don't care about, but it's really cool to see like here's stuff that's like common now that we're seeing now that was kind of started in Force Unleashed. There's no way it's fucking canon anymore, but it's still cool to see some of that stuff, and I hope that they can bring back. The, some of the ideas from it, even maybe just the Apprentice character in a way that's fits more in line with the modern canon. I would love to see that. It's never going to happen, but I'd love to see it. Um, After playing that, I kind of just played a couple games here and there. I'm on the very last part of Shin Megami Tensei V. I'm finally like at the end of the game. And I was trying to get like the secret ending on my first playthrough. But some stuff happened I'm not going to spoil. That's going to make that a lot harder to do than it's honestly worth. <laughs> so I'm not going to do it on my first playthrough. I'm going to get, like, the law ending on my first playthrough and then start it over and get that secret ending. And for shits and giggles yesterday, I decided to download and play Arkham Knight again. Because I never yeah. finished it. Um, that's a game I bought, bought all the DLC for, was excited to play, and then I played through it, and I was like, I'm not going to finish this game, and I never did. So I give it another shot, and I got to say, the game is not great. <laughs> um, so, here's the thing that's obnoxious about the game, dude. I don't know if I'm just getting old or what, but the game throws so much shit at you. There is constantly just bullshit on the screen all the fucking time. It's overwhelming how much shit there is on screen all the time when you're playing that game. Um, not just like environmental stuff, but like the heads up display. I feel like the graphics on the game are like too detailed. It's like cluttered. Um, especially like when it's raining, when there's a lot of heavy rain, you can definitely see it impact the performance of the game. I'm running on a PS4 Pro, and 
it's not perfect. It runs at like 30 FPS no matter what I do. But with before I turned on boost mode, I would notice screen tearing and frame rate drops on like very heavily detailed areas. Boost mode kind of smoothed that out a bit, so it's not a huge problem anymore. But that combined with like the super detailed environment, all the stuff that shows up on the screen from the heads up display. The game's constantly like throwing like button prompts at you. Because honestly, the design of the game isn't very intuitive. I'm going to be blunt here. Like the game kind of has to tell you what to do and when to do it all the time. And it's very obnoxious having it. But if you turn that shit off, you're not going to know what to fucking do. Because the game can't convey it another way without flat out telling you. Like you'll see it right here, like constantly it's telling you like circle the fire missile, L1 to exit the Batmobile. Like it's constantly, constantly telling you to do shit. Yeah. And that combined with everything else that's there, it's very, very noisy visually. Even the game itself, like the reason I turned it off is I got overwhelmed with it because to get the best ending of the game, which is like the only ending that's not shitty, is to do everything. You have to find all the regular trophies, do all the uh, game side quests for all the villains. You have to do pretty much everything in the game to get that. And it's constantly throwing shit at you. It's constantly like, here's a new AR mission. Here's a new Riddler trophy. Here's another mission that unlocked. It's, it's very overwhelming just how much shit there is to do in the game to the point where it's, it's obnoxious, dude. And it's very rough initially. And it's not until later when the game starts introducing more stuff at you, you start to get the hang of like, because it throws everything at you. It's like, here's the Batmobile. Here's the combat. Here's this and that. And it's it's very, very overwhelming initially, but after a while you sort of get the hang of it, figure out how the game plays. It's still very clunky, and honestly, it's kind of weird because I liked Shadow of Mordor. I liked Spider-Man, you know, and that kind of adopted a lot of stuff this game did wholesale. But I like those a lot because it felt more what's the term I'm looking for? Focused on like what it's trying to do and the abilities you have and the actions you can take. And the, don't even get me started on the Batmobile stuff. Yeah, Joker's saying the Batmobile part's the worst, and I agree. It's very, very obnoxious the way it plays. Um, honestly, I was having fun with the Batmobile stuff until I unlocked some upgrades to make it more bearable, but even then, I'm not having fun. I'm just getting through the not so fun parts more quickly <laughs> so you know take that what you will um the batmobile has the ability to do some pretty cool puzzles which is one thing the batman games have always had these really interesting puzzles especially with the riddler stuff and it's not until later after the batmobiles already left a bad taste in your mouth you get to you start to get to see those puzzles and there's some pretty cool ones that are like actually really neat and fun to do and i kind of wish the game had like Focus more on that in the beginning because it, it leaves a very, very bad first impression because it feels so out of place when it introduces the Batmobile. And it almost feels like it's interrupting the flow of the game. And it's not until later, after it's done bringing this in and kind of forcing you to play with it, that it starts introducing actually compelling puzzles and actually compelling gameplay variations with it that you start to feel like the potential for it. Um... I don't know IGN if I'm going to finish it, honestly. Ah, uh, well, IGN can, you know, <laughs> suck my dick. <laughs> um, 
I'm trying to be nicer about it, but the game's not awful. It's not a terrible game, and you can get it pretty cheap now, honestly. But I'm going to come out and say, here's a hot take, man. I think Batman was at its absolute best with Arkham Asylum. Because not a hot take. it was that a lot is, smaller. Most people agree with that. It's not a hot take. Okay, good, because it's it's a lot more focused. Every gadget I used, I remember playing Arkham Asylum when I got a new gadget. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. What, what can I do now? What can I explore now? It's a much smaller game. You know, it's a, it's a lot more condensed. It's a lot more focused. It's a Metroidvania, the first Arkham Asylum. And because of that, you actually get to memorize the island. There are parts where you're like, I can't go through here. Then you get a tool and you're like, oh, I can go back to this thing and do that. It's the level design for Arkham Asylum is really fucking good. And that's a lot of things people don't like talk about. Because yeah. people just don't want to talk about Arkham City and how big it is and all this cool stuff you can do, which is fine. But I like the more focused, condensed experiences I'm going to remember, you know? I'm not going to remember every fucking side mission in Arkham Knight. I hardly remember every mission in Arkham City. But I remember Arkham Asylum getting the fucking line launcher, which is, like, useless in the later games. You never use it. And now I'm like, oh, cool, this opens up my, like, explorability, like, tenfold, getting that line launcher. Remember how excited I was when I got in Arkham Asylum. So I might go back and play that, honestly. I want to finish Arkham Knight because I finished all the other Arkham games except for Origin. So I want to just finish this to like see what the story is. But I don't know if I'm going to do it, honestly. I mean, I bought the game and all the DLC I should, but God damn it, I don't know if I'll have time to do it. I don't know, maybe. I'm starting to have fun with it a little bit towards the last, like... I played the game for about like two, three hours yesterday, and I started to have a little bit of fun with it in the last like 45 minutes. So maybe I'm like, I'm at this point where like the game's going to be a steady, fun pace. But yeah, it's not a great game. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely the weakest in the trilogy, in my opinion. It's the weakest of the trilogy. I don't know. I'll probably have a more opinion on it next week because I never finished it. But that's all I've been playing. I've been playing a lot lately. Um, the big thing I'm waiting for is the new Monster Hunter expansion. You know, they just released a new video on that. I'm super yeah. excited for some of the shit that they're announcing on it. Um, I can't wait till June when that drops. That's going to be like my obsession forever when that comes out. Um, speaking of Nintendo stuff, we have, again, we had the Indie World Showcase back on May 11th. We've got quite a few games to talk about, quite a few things to look at. Um, the first thing they kicked off with was uh, Ooblets. It's a very cute trailer where you kind of collect pets that dance <laughs> and farm. It's a pretty cute looking game. Like, I don't have anything bad to say about it. I saw the trailer and it looks really cute. Kind of reminds me of like Viva Pinata a little bit. Yeah, a Mixed little with bit like of Harvest Pinata. Moon. A little bit of Animal Crossing, I think. And just. Yeah. Yeah, it just looks like a fun little life sim style game. Yeah, it looks like it's got card mechanics though, Wasabi. Is that gonna turn you off? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's just like the dance battle thing. You use like <laughs> cards, I guess, to Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the point of the game is. It seems like you just run around and fuck around with little creatures and townspeople and shit. I mean that's fun. That's yeah. fun. There's a there's a there's an audience for that build a house and customize your clothing and shit. It's like Animal Crossing. Yeah, there's no audience for that. Like, it's not my cup of tea. People love it. My wife loves Animal Crossing. Yeah. I played it, like, exactly twice. 
actually three times, two times with her. And I had fun playing it with her. She had fun playing it a lot. So there's definitely an audience for this type of game. Um, next game that looks more interesting to me is Bactora Lost Heaven or Lost Haven. My bad. <clears throat> I've never heard of this game before. You're you put in the notes it finally got a release date. Have this, has this been a game you've been excited for? Because I don't think I've heard of this. No, I never heard of this either. It looks pretty dope though. It's got this like it looks like like a Zelda like, but with some action RPG elements. Uh okay. I didn't I didn't get that from it, but well, there's like puzzles and stuff you can solve in the game. Yeah. And it's got this like hack and slash twin stick shooter style. And it's got what looks like a cooldown bar, which kind of gives me like an it's like ARPG vibe. I'm not entirely sure, honestly. It just showing a bunch of stuff at me, but it looks interesting. Yeah. Like I could, I think I'd, I'd be into this. <laughs> I see the ARPG stuff, but. Yeah. Yeah. It, do, it does just look like a little like puzzle action RPG. Yeah, it looks, looks which I would be into. Yeah, it looks cool. Like, there's a lot here that I like. It's definitely got some of the most gameplay of like all the other trailers we saw. A lot of the other trailers don't show off too much gameplay. Yeah, some of the other games that we have here on this list, but this shows off some pretty cool shit. Like, I I think I'm into this. <laughs> like, I might check this out once that finally drops. Um, this was at the Indie World Showcase, so all these games are going to be on Nintendo Switch, but they're available on other consoles, like Batora. You can wishlist on Steam right now. I think you can get it on PS4 and Xbox as well. It's probably not going to show you that. In this. Yeah, it's probably how you want to play it, honestly. Um, we also got a Leckhead, which is a 2D puzzle platformer. I'm gonna come out and say this looks pretty charming. Like I think I like I this. I played this. I played this in the uh, Steam uh, demo derby. Yes, I remember. What do you think of it? It's really cool. It's like a it's a puzzle platformer where you're they they play with electricity and like contact uh, a lot. So you solve some of the puzzles by touching things and that'll activate certain things because you're you're electrically charged so you'll you'll touch a platform and make it move or or you can like detach your head and throw it and, and solve puzzles that way it's, oh yeah um, i saw that and your your head's the one that conducts the electricity so you can drop your head somewhere power something up and yeah. move your body through it but yeah i have seen this it looks cool yeah, it's really cool yeah this looks neat like I, I like me a good puzzle platformer, and pixel graphics are nice. The music's fucking dope. Just the from the trailer alone, this music's excellent. <laughs> like I'm a sucker for like really really good chip tune music, and this is this is doing it. This is really good chip tune. So I'll probably check that out. This would be a perfect Switch game, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And after that, they showed a game called Soundfall, which is a fucking I, I I've seen this game before. It's a it's a rhythm Diablo like, <laughs> and you put rhythm in anything, and I'm I'm already in. 
but you put Diablo in something, and I'm I'm double in. So this game's already been out on PC for for a little bit, and it's like on sale right now for like fifteen bucks or something like that. I've never heard of this game, but it looks dope. This is yeah. such a cool combination of things. Rhythm is such a cool thing that can be introduced in so many different genres. Like I'm I'm surprised people aren't experimenting with it more. I mean, it's cool that we're seeing it now. But this looks cool, dude. Like an ARPG with like rhythm elements. I'm into it. Yeah. So it's it's already out on Steam. I might like pick it up pretty soon. Yeah, I might pick this up too. It's got co-op. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, the song in the trailer slaps. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm into this. Yeah, that's the other thing. The music has to be good or else it ain't yeah, gonna hit. Music has to be really good. Yeah. I like this so far. It's really loud. It's got a bunch of bass to it. This looks dope. Okay, I'm into this. It's available now. I might check this out. I got uh my boss gave me a twenty dollar gift card nice. for winning some contests that work, so I might check this out. I made four. Uh, Wild Frost. Now, so I can There you go. <laughs> Wild Frost is the next game. It's a frosty tactical roguelike card builder game. Let's you battle wave after wave of monsters. So I'm not a big card collector game kind of guy. Yeah. So already it's like not entirely my cup of tea. But the concept is pretty neat. It's like a horde based not quite like tower defense but this could be something interesting it's it's not entirely hitting me honestly i'm not a huge fan of just the card aesthetic but i can see like this being some people's obsession it looks a little bit like darkest dungeon but with cards instead of uh a little bit more like custom ability with like the yeah. card system it's funny because like you think I would like card based games because they offer definitely the most customization, how you could like play in your loadout. And I love shit yeah. like that. But I don't know what it is about like cars that just doesn't jive with me. It's weird. It's weird. And I don't totally hate card based games. Like I think Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories is one of my favorite games, and people give that game too much shit for no reason. And the card based stuff is like my favorite part of that game. So I don't know, maybe it depends on how it's implemented. But this looks neat, honestly. I'll probably watch reviews on it. It'll be out later this holiday, so I'm going to check out some reviews, see how I feel about it. Maybe I'll warm up to it later. Next is Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. <laughs> so I've never played this game, but I've seen it. Is this like a meme game? Like, is there any actual, like, game to this? <laughs> no, there is a game, yeah. It's, um... I mean, it's a game, but you can also go into, like, the sandbox mode and just, you know, play it like you do. Like, they they use the analogy, like, just fucking around with your action figures as a kid and having battles. It's kind of like that. But also, there's a game part to it where they'll, they'll set up scenarios and you have to distribute a certain amount. They'll give you a certain amount you can distribute. So, like, hey, you can put this many units and you have to, like, battle a thing and you just have to, like, survive it. So, with whatever limited resources you get, 
So it's like one of those where... Okay, so it's kind of like a puzzle game almost then. Yeah, yeah. With like when to lay down your resources and not yeah. to use them. Yeah. Okay, then I can see the appeal of it. Because the only thing I've seen on it is like people fucking around the sandbox, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's fun to do that. But yeah, there was a, there was a game there too. And it's okay. like, I think they announced here... I, which I didn't know this had, but there's like a, a PvP mode where you can have like two players battling each other. Uh, Is that where it'll work? <laughs> it's not an RTS, right? Like, um, not, not really. But like, I guess it's the same thing where you both have like a limited amount of resources to set up a set up your side of the army. And whoever survives is the winner, I guess. Interesting. I might check it out. Yeah. Not on Switch. On Steam. It's like fucking... <laughs> I the new, there's a sequel that just came out in Steam. early access on Steam. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. That might be cool, then. I might check it out. Um, Next, this game's got me really excited. Gunbrella. It's a side-scrolling 2D, like, noir punk western action adventure game. It reminds me a lot of, like, Mega Man <laughs> with, like, yeah, this these, these are the guys western noir the punk look. Gato Roboto, Ro- Roboto. Which looked good. Like, I never got a chance to play it, but Gato Roboto. Ro- Gato yeah. Roboto? I don't know how to pronounce it. Looked really cool. Yeah. Um, That game was definitely on my list. I really want to check out. But this game, Gunbrella... It looks neat. Like I like some of the ways it uses the umbrella, like, uses the block shots. Um, there's a point where he's using it as like, you know, like a zip line. It looks it looks really neat. Like I I like what this game's doing so far, and it looks like it's yeah. really a really tight, fun platformer. I love me like 2D platform shooters. You know, Mega Man's, Contras, Metal Slugs. I love those. And this game leans more towards like, the Mega Man side of it. It looks like. And I'm okay with that. I love me some Mega Man. Like, this looks really fun. I, I could see myself having a lot of fun with this. Um, This game is coming to Nintendo Switch later next year, so we're still a ways away from it. <laughs> but honestly, I'm pretty excited for this, for what I'm seeing so far. Like, this looks like a lot of fun. Like, this game, this game looks right up my alley. <laughs> yeah. And uh, next, you have the music biopic narrative set in downtown LA. We are OFK. Yeah. It's coming to Nintendo Switch this summer. So I did some, I did a little bit of research on this. Yeah. OFK is like a digital band. Yeah. And I was like, okay, do they have like anything out? Like, what's their. They got a game already? They must be popping. But uh, no. They've got like one song out that they did last year at the Game Awards. Uh, yeah. And like follow, that's unfollow. It. I heard it this morning. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Not even that great. But <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. What's. I, I was like curious as to like who the fuck. Because I thought they were like a big band. I was like popping. I just didn't know about them. Um, but no, I guess whoever is in charge of the band is also making the game about the band, so they're just, they're making their own game. 
Which interesting way to promote your band with an indie game, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's gonna be a lot of crossover, you know. I wonder. I don't think there's a lot of crossover with those two mediums. You know, maybe people who play video games will play this game and like, oh, I'll check out their music. But yeah. I doubt people who listen to their music are gonna check out their game. You know what I mean? Well, that's the, if you're if you're a digital band, you exist in this. You exist in this like digital medium, so to that degree it makes sense but i don't know if the game like offers some like backstory on the characters and the the band members then it could be cool to start with that it's kind of ballsy though like you know i could i could see that working for like bigger bands you know like gorillas yeah. for example and well, what they're saying is the, the game is like an ep or, or or some shit where like each week a new song comes out that's a part of the game okay so like the game's like episodic where like each week they're putting out a new song or some shit like that. They explained it in this thing, but I, I was like, oh, that's interesting and weird and... Interesting gamble. Let's see if it pays off. I mean, yeah. the song that they put out, it's not a bad song, but it's not like great. You know, it's kind of a chill groove. It's a bad I don't know. song. We'll see what they do. I don't it's think it's song. bad. It's yeah. better than anything I can put out, but... <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm just, I'm nice. <laughs> I don't like to, like, shit talk people. That's not true. I should talk a lot of people, but <laughs> when it comes to music, I don't know enough about music to, like, really critique it. You know, like, I, I joked around before I learned to play guitar in high school so I could, like, get laid, and it didn't work. So <laughs> yeah. that's the extent of, like, my musical experience. That, um, I don't know, we'll new, see what they do the with this. Kendrick is out. The new what? Uh, Kendrick dropped his album on Friday, yesterday. Oh, did he? Is it good? And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's amazing. Yeah? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's different, though. It's yeah, different. I'll check it out. But it's, like, incredible. The first song alone, you're like, dude, I teared up. I started crying. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> Shit, man. All right, I'll check it out. <laughs> I'll check it out. My wife's yeah. into Kendrick, so is my brother, so I'm going to hit them pretty, up. So they pretty powerful it. shit. I'll check it out. Um, next, we got Silt. Pronounce that right? Silt? Yeah. It's a hand-drawn ocean puzzle adventure game where you can possess sea creatures. Off the bat, like, it's got a very interesting art style. Kind of reminds me of Limbo a little bit. Yeah. But um, all the creatures kind of are like, I don't know, have like this like horror aesthetic almost. Like everything's spooky and eerie a little. Yeah, that's why it's got this like, again, that's why I, I was saying it's got this like kind of limbo look to it. It kind of reminds me of, um, what was that game? There was a game that came out a little while ago. Ugh, can't remember. It's like a, a 2D horror game. I backed it on Kickstarter like forever ago. Ah, what was it called? Never Ending Nightmares. Have you ever seen Never Ending Nightmares? It looks like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like underwater. 
which Never Any Nightmares is pretty solid game. I backed it forever ago on Kickstarter. Pretty solid. It, it sets it does what it set out sets out to do. I'll leave it at that. But this looks really interesting. It's got this like underwater like horror element to it that I really like. Water's fucking scary, dude. The open ocean's fucking scary. Like, <laughs> and this is really neat the way it's like portraying it. I'm into this. I I kind of dig this. I don't think it's the kind of game I go out and buy, but if this is on Game Pass. I would definitely play through it. But that's set to drop uh, later this June, so you can check that out. I honestly don't know why you buy this on Switch, but you know, more power to you if you want, want to do that. Can you imagine playing this game on the bus? Like, <laughs> I mean, I've seen people do worse things on the bus. So. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, next, we got a trailer for Mini Motorways. A puzzle game where you design highways and try to control the city. That's available on Switch as of now. Interesting style here. <clears throat> Not my cup of tea, but I can definitely see the appeal to this. Yeah, I don't have much to say about it. It looks uh, like a puzzle game. It looks like those, yeah, like, I've seen this a lot with those, like, plane ones. It's like ones you control, like, the flow of traffic for jets. Oh, yeah. That's what this reminds me of. Yeah, yeah I can definitely see that. Like an air traffic control game, but, you know, highway traffic. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, moving on, we got Wayward Strand. It's a narrative game set in 1970s Australia, where everything where everything unfolds at the same time in real time. That's set to launch July 21st. This game looks interesting. Like, and I know I say that about like everything that we see, but I like the idea that it plays out in real time. That's really neat. I don't see a lot of games really trying to do that. And the art style is interesting too. It looks kind of like like a storybook, you know, like a kid's book. Yeah. Like there's there's a lot here that could be super interesting. Um the trailer's kind of brief. It doesn't really show off a lot of the game. Other than like what the game's gonna look like and play like. But what kind of story is this? Is this like like a mystery, like a horror game? I don't adventure. I don't, I'm not entirely sure what I'm seeing here. Yeah, not sure. But I like the idea. Everything plays out in real time, so you can go through like one play through the game, focus on one thing, play it again, focus on something else, get like a full story around it. It's pretty neat. I like that concept. I kind of wish more games would incorporate stuff like that. But we'll see what this game does when that when that comes out July 21st. Uh, next, we got Call of the Lamb. It's a procedurally generated game coming to Switch later this year. We've actually talked about this game a couple times, and it looks interesting. 
just the the gameplay alone. Like it's got this really cutesy like style to it, but it's dealing with like weird darker elements like cults and demons. So yeah, very interesting. And the gameplay is like a procedurally generated dungeon crawler slash like town building game, almost like Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm not sold on the town building part. All right, me neither. Me neither. The dungeon crawling looks pretty solid, though. Yeah. Reminds me a bit of, like, Enter the Gungeon Cross of, like, Hades. I mean, we'll see when that comes out. That's still not set to drop until, like, what, July? Not later this year. Wayward Strand yeah. comes out July. So, this... I'm not entirely sure about it. I'm not sold on it, but I'm not... Like totally cold on it either, so I want to see some more stuff come out with it. Maybe see a maybe see a review, but it looks interesting. I mean, a lot of stuff Devolver puts out is either hit and miss. So we'll see if this is a hit when that comes out. And then we got another Crab's Treasure, which I actually saw a lot of this online. I don't know where the obsession is with this game. But it's a Souls-like adventure game where he plays a crab. He looks incredible. Um, it looks cool, but like, what does it do differently from, like, other than being a crab? Well, because it looks like a... It looks oh, like, it's got all this platforming stuff, too. Yeah, Hold it on. presents itself as, like, a 3D platformer, like a, like a Mario game, but... It's a Souls-like as well, and you're a crab, and it just looks fucking dope. Okay, now that I'm seeing... I never saw the trailer. I just keep hearing people, like, oh, no, talking yeah. about it online. I haven't had a chance to look anything up yet. This looks interesting. Yeah. Okay, this looks cool. I like the graphics of the game so far. Like, it's very colorful, and... It's got this very detailed... It has this low-poly look, but it kind of works for the game. You know what I mean? It's almost cartoony. Yeah. Okay, this looks cool. I might check this out. <laughs> um, don't let Indie World fool you. This is also coming to Switch. So, or also coming to Steam. Yeah. But honestly, I think this will run fine on Switch. It doesn't look too technically demanding. Um, we got to look at a couple other games that are kind of shown off towards the end of presentation. we got One Shot World Machine Edition. Uh, Given Beyond the Trees, Idol Manager, Card Shark, Curse to Golf, A Guidebook to Babel, and Opus, Echo of Star Song. They all get showed off a little bit pretty quickly here at the end of the showcase. Honestly, don't know why they didn't get more attention. Card Shark looks very interesting, and I'm not a card fan. I'm liking the way this looks. The, card st the art style looks really neat. Curse the Golf is another one that looks really cool. It's kind of reminds you of like Kirby, the Kirby golf game, but with more mechanics to it. So I'm into that. <laughs> There's a lot of cool, interesting stuff here that I kind of wish got more attention earlier in the showcase, but whatever. <laughs> Last one they showed the Opus game. I'm like, you can't, you cannot show this for fucking 10 seconds. <laughs> And not explain uh, 
That shit looks crazy. That one's yeah, crazy. Opus looks insane. That's out already? Yeah. Shit, that shit got more attention. That looks insane. What is that? Is that like an adventure game? No idea. No idea. <laughs> uh, moving on, we got some quickie news. We got a Call of Duty Project Aurora. So it's a code name for their new mobile title. <laughs> yeah. So right now there are three Call of Duty games in development, right? Oh shit, uh, really? There's Modern Warfare 2 that was just announced. Right. Officially. Then I think they're making a new another uh I think they're making a this this is this one's another battle royale. This new one, Project Aurora, is a mobile battle royale. I guess to compete with like Apex and and Fortnite on mostly Apex now at this point, but on on mobile. Even though the current game, Call of Duty mobile game, already has a battle royale and a zombie mode in it. Jesus. Um. So I guess this is just straight up battle royale in the style of. Uh, I guess with Modern Warfare physics. Um, and like on like a new map, I guess. Verdansk. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Verdansk? No idea. Okay. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I think there's like another Call of Duty. Um, uh, Warzone thing happening as well. But, uh. That's that's all they Wasn't said. Wasn't there like some this. kaiju thing going on with like Warzone right now? Yeah. You can see like King Kong Godzilla fighting. Yeah, yeah, there's a kaiju thing going on now. So that's happening. I haven't touched Call of Duty in quite some time, so Dude, same. Anytime Call of Duty pops up on like my feed, I just it's like noise to me. I just don't, I don't well, care. What I do know is that their mobile game is extremely successful, and it's not like it's not it's not bad. It's not bad. I heard it's pretty solid. I heard it's very well polished for a mobile yeah. game. Um, it's just like everyone in that game is a fucking bot or dumb. So yeah, you you, you I know I have a tweet. <laughs> you're gonna feel very good about yourself playing that game because. You're gonna be at the top of the leaderboards, getting the thousand zero <laughs> kill streak ratio, kill death ratio. It's fucking stupid. Uh, but yeah, other than that, like uh, this this Project Aurora thing is invite only, so yeah, they're not. So keep an eye open for that. If you're like a huge Call of Duty fan, chances are you might have an invite in your inbox yeah. already. I would assume um, if you play the mobile game, they'll invite you to this. So that's what I'm assuming too. Or at least if you show a consistent play, that'll get you an invite. Um, but moving on and some other news. This got me really excited. Death Space, the new Death Space remake, finally, finally has an, an official launch date of January 27th. Yeah. For PS5, Series XS, and PC. So it is a current gen game. It's not coming out on anything last gen. So that's that's got me in interesting. So finally, we're starting to see like major games releasing for current gen systems. So that's kind of compelling me to upgrade a little bit. 
Yeah. But honestly, my PC can handle this, so... Three years later, we'll finally get some games. Yeah, for, finally. Uh... <laughs> finally. Isn't that crazy? Even some games that were announced... That is crazy, dude. Even the games that were announced, like, aren't exclusive. Like, yeah. look at God of War Ragnarok. That's dropping on PS4, too, right? Like... <laughs> yeah. But wasn't that, like, delayed? Or was it not? Was it coming out this year? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't think it's coming out this year, but that's what I'm talking about, though. Like, we're finally starting to see, like, these exclusive games to this generation only took, like, three years. <laughs> you know, granted, a bunch of shit happened in between, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a worldwide pandemic and chip shortage and a labor shortage and a bunch of other shit. Um, but this looks cool. I'm really excited for this Dead Space remake. I... Got into Dead Space pretty late in life. Like I got into I got into Dead Space like right before EA dissolved. Um, what was it? Vicarious Visions? Are they the ones who made it? Yeah. Like literally, like right before they dissolved them. Like I beat Dead Space. I was playing through all the Dead Space games back to back because I got them on sale and I loved them. And I was like in the middle of Dead Space three when Vicarious Visions got. I think dissolved. it was Motive. Was it was it motive? Was it? I don't remember. Who fucking made Dead Space? I don't think it was Vicarious Visions that I say it out loud. Is gonna bug me? Visceral. It was visceral, visceral games. I knew sorry with the V. Yeah, visceral. You never played Dead Space? I like I played it, but I didn't uh play it you know what i'm saying oh dude i played it the first dead space i got it on pc it ran like shit so i had to download some patches to make it work um but i played through that on pc and dude it fucking that game grabbed me and did not let me go i fell in love with that franchise playing that first game um, everything about the first Dead Space is really good, dude. The enemy placement, the music, the sound design. Oh my god, it does so much to like freak you out, make you nervous. Um, it's a bit more action focused than most horror games. So depending on the type of horror games you like, if you like Resident Evil 2, but you want to turn that, turn the puzzles down, turn the combat up a little bit, that's the first Dead Space, honestly. <laughs> And it's it's solid. It's still very good. I I booted it up. Oh, I think I want to say like when they announced they were remaking, I booted up the first game again and played it for a little bit. And it's still pretty solid. So I'm excited to see what they do with this. But they haven't shown off too much. They had some developer diaries where they were showing off some of uh, the new tech that they're working with, and they showed off some really cool stuff that they're going to be changing how Isaac like breeds and reacts in the environment depending on how like. If he's injured or out of stamina, like it all changes his voice inflection. So that's really cool. Um, but I'm getting ahead of myself here. I'm excited for this, dude. I'm probably going to pick this up January 27th. Um, actually, take that back. I'm going to wait for reviews because EA's been fucking up lately. So I'm going to wait and see what the reviews say before I pick it up. But I'm definitely excited for this one. Yeah. Hesitant, but still excited. Um. We got EA Sports FC, which this is a new 
football game, like so what's happening football, is they're um, EA is dropping FIFA, yeah, because they don't want to pay the I don't know whatever billion dollar licensing fee that FIFA wants to just have their name on the box. Basically, because all you get with FIFA is like you get the name on the box and you get the, the World Cup shit, which is pretty yeah big maybe i don't know i don't know how big that is but it could be pretty big it um, could be the thing is that like soccer or how or football is still in literally the rest of the world is uh very very big it's the most yeah. popular sport in the world so there's yeah. more to it than just like fifa like that's the thing so what they're doing is they're individually licensing every which they had to do anyway it was they had to individually license every league or every like football club to be in the game so they're still doing that pretty much everything else is going to be in the game except the fifa shit yeah just like the fifa name and i guess the world cup which is pretty big but um i guess they're they're thinking that they can get away with making the same shitty game which they assure people that it will still be the same shitty game uh just with a different name (laughs) so um they're doing that. Yeah I've, yeah, I've never been a fan of like EA sports games. Just for that yeah. reason, it's the same game every fucking year. Yeah. I'm not a big sports fan in general, so it's kind of whatever. They're doing they're doing one more FIFA game, the last FIFA game this year, and yeah. then next year they're doing their uh, EA Sports FC games. And um, FIFA said that they're going to be making their own sports. Uh, or football games uh, with oh, good luck. developers. Oh, good luck. Like, I, I think they're severely underestimating how hard it is to make a game. Um, yeah, I'm going to call it that first, like, post-EA FIFA game is going to be fucking trash. I'm calling that now. Oh, the EA ones are going to be trash. Because we already know they're trash, and they said they're going to continue to be trash. So, um... But that's what I'm curious about is like, okay, if FIFA does like make their own games, what's, um, are people going to care is what I'm saying. Because people already fucking love these shitty EA games. Yeah. The only reason they play them is because there's no competition. So I think the only competition they I did have like... was Konami. Yeah. And I feel like FIFA is such like a big name with football games that I mean once that like I feel like when FIFA comes out nobody's gonna the average consumer's not gonna know that EA's not attached to it anymore. They're just gonna see yeah. FIFA and be like, oh the new FIFA game's out, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um like I the brand recognition's already there. I don't think people really care who makes it. Yeah. As long as the name's there. And I think the the FIFA guys also said that they're gonna be making like more sillier arcadey games with the with the FIFA name too. So they're gonna have oh, like sim cool. games. They're gonna have arcadey stuff. Yeah. So I'm curious. That'd be this cool the, to see. This is the first time EA has not had the FIFA license in like twenty thirty years. So yeah, <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, that's what they said. After nearly 30 years of creating genre-defining, so it's been like fucking 
quite, quite some time. My yeah. entire existence on this planet, have, they've had FIFA, so. Same. <laughs> Same. It's, so this is this is some shit, dude. We'll see what happens with it, but yeah, I doubt it's going to make a difference, honestly. I feel like, again, the average consumer doesn't know. I feel like if I go, if we stand outside a, like a GameStop or something, we will go to pick up a new FIFA when that, that last FIFA game drops. If we ask people like who made this game, they wouldn't be able to tell you. I really think so. Like, yeah. I'm curious. Maybe maybe they do end up giving getting a better product out of it in terms of just maybe. Yeah, this is a good game. But yeah, EA EA is dead to me. I I'm I'm curious what what FIFA brings. We'll see. It's it's either gonna be like. It's either going to be a good, I think it's going to be either a really good game that's a huge improvement of what FIFA's doing, or it's going to be fucking trash. Like, yeah. I mean, you can't just make a game. Like, you can't just be like, game. Like, you know, there's so much work <laughs> that goes into making a game. Yeah. That, My... and ha- ha- it's all being done by third party devs. You know, they're being contracted to make this. Oh, I don't know. It's well, not like it's going to be really to, rocky if I development. Had, if I really, ah. If I was really, I know Konami is doing their own stupid shit too, but they could. Konami, what used to be the guys, you know what I mean? Like, Konami used to be the motherfuckers because they had PES, they had yeah. Evolution. So and I know they have their own their own other football club game now too. But I, if they went to Konami, they they'd be like the next logical step. Like, well. EA doesn't do it. Konami, because they've been the other guys, but I don't know. If not them, then if it is some, like, unknown fucking third-party devs, then they could go either What's way. it going to take to put that together? I mean, we're not going to see that shit next year. There's no yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a couple years, and with, uh, if EA Sports FC is going to be their next, the EA's next thing, you know, the way EA puts shit out, I would not be surprised if, you know, this year, FIFA, next year, it's FC. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they get, they get that, that market advantage with FC for the first couple of years. Or how many people, how many people are going to hold out for FIFA, you know? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I don't know why I'm talking about this so much. This is not my world at all. But... <laughs> It's not. I mean, it's fun I like to like the... theorize about. It's fun to theorize about. It's fun to like talk the about it from more of an industry standpoint. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, we'll see what happens with this. Um, honestly, more power to them. Anytime EA gets taken down a peg, I'm up. I'm up. I'm I'm up for it. So, I hope in a perfect world, FIFA will make their own game. That's gonna like trounce whatever ea is going to put out with their rush development cycles and yearly release bullshit but we'll see <laughs> we'll see what happens um in other news redfall and starfield from bethesda both got delayed to 2023 um starfield needs no introduction uh redfall if you guys remember was that like vampire left for dead style multiplayer game that was announced a couple of yeah. What was it like last year? Yeah. It didn't um, even have any gameplay. It was like a trailer. <laughs> like a, like a, a, like a story trailer. 
Yeah. Starfield. I was really excited for Starfield. Starfield was the one game, man. It was the one game I was like, at least, at least I have this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it was the one game that I could like be excited for, and it's not. It's delayed now. Now I have to wait even longer. Yeah, that was the same way. I was really excited for Starfield to see what it brings to the table, and then I gotta wait another year. Um, when we'll see when it comes out. Honestly, if the game gets delayed, I'd rather it get delayed and fucking work when it comes out. But we'll see. I guess, but I mean, if it if it, I don't know. I I feel like, what are they gonna do to it? You know, it's not like. Like a no, cyberpunk, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel because well, they had they everything they've been putting out made it seem like oh everything's fine. Like they've been putting out those little like dev docs about yeah. Well, here's the audio design. Here's the world design. Here's a little bit of lore. Um, there hasn't been any gameplay though. I haven't no seen gameplay, gameplay but they haven't even had the they haven't even fucked with the idea that it could be delayed or anything. They've been like steadfast, like just yeah, everything's fine. But now, oh, you know what? We're just gonna delay it real quick. Uh, I don't know. I just like they have a lot of them because you know they got because Bethesda's working on. They got this. They got um, Redfall. They got the new Elder Scrolls. Like, well, they've got other studios. They're not working on like Arcane is working on Redfall. And Bethesda's only, they're only working on Starfield. I don't think they're doing Elder Scrolls at the same time. Obsidian's doing a lot of shit at the same time. Obsidian's got a lot of shit, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see what Obsidian puts out, honestly. With, uh... But they they got that new, like, Elder Scrolls-like, right? They announced a while back. What was it? No, I'm talking about. They've got the sequel to... Outer Worlds. Which was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. They've got, um, what's it called? It's grounded. Obsidian's doing too. Grounded's great. Oh, man. We gotta, we gotta play Grounded again. I had so much fun with Grounded. Yeah. We'll see what, what comes out of this delay, man. Like, <laughs> it sucks. There's nothing we can do to change it. <laughs> it fucking sucks, yeah. though. Um. Ah, this sucks. And I know there's gonna be someone in the comments like, "Well, Shigeru Miyamoto said, I don't, I don't care. I can still be upset." Like, <laughs> there are kids in Africa who don't know what a video game is, but I don't think about it. So, <laughs> I know it could be worse, but it could be better too. So, shut up. Um. <laughs> so we got some new trailers to look at. Gotham Knights. Had an official yeah. Nightwing and Red Hood gameplay demo. Um, so this game looks, uh, it looks both bad and good at the same time, and not like good, yeah. good, but just like okay, good, like better than Avengers, good, but still not as good as you would want it to be. Like, for, first of all, the um, the Red Hood gameplay looks fucking terrible he looks so bad to play as i don't know if they just gave it to like a 15 year old and it was like hey play this for the first time and we're gonna record you 
and you don't get any second chances. So whatever you fuck up <laughs> is going in and it just looks like whoever was playing it had no idea what the fuck they were doing. They were just getting pummeled on by the enemies. You're like, I want to see what it looks like <laughs> with someone who knows what they're doing. Uh, that red hood that, game. But like the Arkham, the Arkham games, like throw a ton of guys at you. And then that's like, that's the appeal of the Arkham games. You know, it's you versus like all these dudes and you just fucking rough them up. But this, it's a couple dudes and they're super spongy. They're taking hits like crazy. Like, like that, that's not Batman. Batman's like, his whole thing is like, I'm gonna take out a bunch of fucking dudes. I'm gonna take them all out quickly and efficiently. Not like four like sponges just soak up all my punches. Yeah. And I, I know where this is coming from. This is coming from the fucking like games of the service model they're trying to do. They're trying to make this a live game. Yeah. So that's what it's coming from. It's coming from these spongy enemies that, oh, you don't want them to be spongy, you better upgrade your gear. Yeah, and they, they do show the uh the the uh upgrade menu or the, the stats menu and the equipment shit. And you're like, oh my god, this looks so fucking stupid. I don't know. <laughs> like as soon as they showed this, I was like, video, video games of this is it, man. We've we've reached peak uh video game here. Like I don't know. It's like this shit. This menu is just so fucking garbage, man. I mean, at least it looks like uh, when you put this stuff on, your your look actually changes. Like you can see it. Whereas in Avengers, you could not. You, whatever you equipped just did not appear in your character. So even when like it did, it was like super minor stuff. Like. <laughs> Yeah. I I hate this idea of like this gear system is so annoying because one of the things I love about the Batman Arkham games is that the alternative costumes go through all of this like Batman history, right? So like you can pick the costume you want to wear from like your favorite Batman incarnation and there's like a history behind that costume. Like that's like part that for me that's part of the fun as a fan of Batman. But this it's like oh it's all random equipment with random stats. And you know, there's some stuff that looks cool, but there's no like lore behind some of this stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. equipment. It's random equipment, and I hate that. <laughs> I just feel like the, the, the time for this game has already passed. Like, yeah, same. This game just is coming out. It's like remember when everyone was making survival games, and then yeah, that whole thing came and went, and then Metal Gear Survive came out, and you're like, hey guys, I think you kind of you kind of missed the bus on this one. Yeah, uh, this is doing the same thing with these yeah. like live games. Yeah, and the worst part is it's even being developed by Rocksteady, right? This is like another developer. Rocksteady's working on the just the Kill the Justice League game, the yeah. Suicide Squad game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, this is I'm not excited for this at all. Like But like the actual game doesn't... looks okay though. That's the thing. Like the game itself looks okay. Like the game Look looks about like a video game. Eleven minutes in when he's fighting this these like guys, they just take so many hits, like it's like ridiculous. And then this boss here with like the shield 
Yeah, he's no, taken okay, so, so many hits. That's what, like, I was no, I think that's because whoever's playing this Red Hood is like bad, or like I don't know. It just looks like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I like I was watching this and I was like, why is this guy like not? It just looks so bad. I don't know. He like stands around or like doesn't like shoot or I'm like, why? Why is this guy playing this way? Um, he's getting pummeled on by the fucking bad guy. Like, when I just want to see like, show me everything this character can do. Don't like get fucking get your ass whooped. Uh, and then he like uses some yeah. like red dust shit that like tanks the frame rate. You know, yeah, dude, that on? was so bad. I saw that. And I was like, why are the performance issues in this? Like, <laughs> it was a show off your game. Why you got performance issues? And you're like, you could you could edit that shit out, dude. Why you gotta show that off? Yeah, I don't know. And it's like right there's some cool stuff here. Like, there's there's some cool ideas here. The idea of playing as like a whole Bat family because I think like they showed off Red Hood and Nightwing, but like Batgirl's gonna be playable. Robin's gonna be playable. Like. There's some cool shit here, and so far, it's... I'm I'm calling it the live service stuff is what's holding it down, dude. Like, the, yeah. that's what's holding it back. And then he tries to shoot the... I keep clowning on it. Whoever's playing this is, like, fucking bad, dude. But when he does, like, his ultimate thing where he, like, he sticks a bomb to his back, and he goes to try to shoot it, and he fucking misses. Or, like, yeah, yeah, I saw that, too. It's I'm so like, bad. come on, dude. Like I, I like it's so it's you're supposed to be giving like a demonstration of how badass your game is, but you're you're bad at your own game. I it's it's just I don't know. It was it was bad to watch this. I was like, this is not. Um, yeah, this did nothing to get me excited for this game like at all. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Nightwing. I fucking love Red Hood. I think they're cool characters, but. This this did nothing to get me excited for the game or to play as them. <laughs> oh my god, this looks so bad. You know what looks good though? Lego Brawls, our next yeah. trailer. This looks incredible, dude. Incredible. Like a Smash Brothers style like Lego Brawler. I'm into it, dude. <laughs> you can make your own character too. Fuck yes. Yeah, it is like it is brawler season out here, man. Like everyone's making a brawler now. I'm okay with it, dude. Platform brawlers are fun as fuck. Yeah, well, they they should be fun, but sometimes they sometimes they miss the. As with the next one, we're gonna look at. <laughs> sometimes they miss the mark, but like this. I heard. Fun. So the next one we're gonna look at, I heard, is actually pretty solid. It's just the the. What's the term I'm looking for? God, the uh, production value is just not there in yeah. the next game. Um, but no, this looks like fun. Um, I can't wait till this drops. This looks super interesting. This and like the 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 uh, Warner Brothers like multiverse game. Yeah, like look the most interesting. I heard multiverses um, is going to be at Evo. Oh yeah? yeah! Ooh, I can't wait, dude. That's cool as fuck. I'm still on their list. They haven't sent me anything yet, so I'm a little upset. I was hoping to get like invited to their <laughs> alpha, but whatever. Um, Don't they know who you are? They, they sent me a message back when I signed up. It's like, cool, stay tuned for an alpha invite. They never sent me one, so... 
whatever, fuck them. I guess I'll just wait till the game comes out and play it like a peasant. Um, next, we got Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. We got some new DLC for Jenny from My Life is Teenage Robot, Hugh Neutron from Jimmy Neutron, and Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life are all going to be playable characters. Yeah. Jenny's, like, interesting, because, like, that's a show nobody talks about anymore. <laughs> that show was my shit. I love the show, dude. Yeah. XJ9. Yeah, I loved that show. And it's cool. It's getting some representation now, because nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah, but then, you know, you hear the uh, their knockoff theme song playing in this in this video and you're like this ain't yeah. what is this is because they can't they don't use they don't have any of the voices and they don't have any of the music from these original shits so yeah that's... none of the original voices are there the original music's not there i don't know if there's just like a licensing problem or what but that's a... the big thing that holds this game back dude the bummer yeah, that's what I was. I meant according to like some of the big like players out there, it's a really solid game. Like the gameplay is really solid, but the production value is not there. There's no voice acting. There's not. There's no alternative costumes for the characters. The licensed music isn't there. It's like some weird like knockoff sound alike music for all the characters. I don't know what's going on with the licensing that they're able to license the character themselves, but not like the voice work or any of the music that's so weird to me maybe it's just like the budget maybe they could do it but they just don't have the budget to i don't know man maybe all the contracts or whatever maybe honestly this could like i think this could like eat smash's lunch if they just like put the money into it <laughs> to like really represent really represent the game well but oh well whatever <laughs> It's a bummer. I, I want to play this because it's only like it's not an expensive game. It's like a forty dollar game, but now you see why. <laughs> yeah, it's fifty bucks. It's fifty bucks. Oh Jesus! Right, you can get it right now for fifteen on a uh, fanatical on Steam. So, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, like, super burnt out that there's no, like, voice acting. Like, that's, like, that was a huge idea. part of the experience, man. Like, that's, that's or, why I haven't picked it up yet. Or the music or anything. Yeah, dude, it's a bummer. Even that Cartoon Network game that they had forever ago. What was it? Cartoon Network, like, Punch Time or whatever? I've never like, even heard of that. Like, even that had... Yeah, you never heard of that? Look that shit up. Cartoon Network. What was it? Punch Time Explosion? Hold on. Punch Time Explosion. Punch Time Explosion XL is like their most like latest version. And that game had full voice acting. Actually, maybe not. <laughs> Hold on. It has like a brawl style like story mode to it. Thought it had voice acting. Hold on. Yeah, if it doesn't have like a story mode too, that's a problem. Cause then you have to like rely on your audience to uh to keep the keep the game going. 
And from what I understand about the Nickelodeon game is that no one's fucking playing it. You pretty much have to use, go, go on the Discord to like get a game set up. Oh, that's so annoying. That's a bummer. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching like, a gameplay video for Cartoon Network Punch Time, and like, yeah, there's voice acting. You can hear the characters like talking. Ah, uh, that's, yep. Okay, yeah. So I was going, I was looking through it, and like, there's, there's, there's definitely voice acting on that. So I don't understand why this doesn't have it, but whatever. Yeah. Um. Moving on, we got Kirby sixty four, the Crystal Shards, that is dropping on Nintendo Switch. Dot 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 online. So you gotta subscribe to their service to play it. So already, I like, I don't care. Um. <laughs> um. This is coming really from someone game. who likes Kirby 64. I know. I love Kirby 64. I think Kirby 64 is fun as fuck. And if this game was like standalone, I would buy it. But it's not. So. Yeah. I like me. how they made a, um, they made a whole trailer for an N64 game in 2022, which is crazy. And the game's not even standalone. You got to like. Get their fucking service to play it. That's a bummer. It's a good game. It is. The worst part is you can buy this on your Wii. Like, (laughs) you're able to buy this game alone on the Wii. That's how I first played it. Like, my roommate in college had it, and I never played it before. And so I bought it on Wii, or he bought, he had it on Wii, and I played it. And I was like, this game's fucking excellent. And that's when I became a fan of it. And you, again, you're able to buy standalone. Then it was like ten dollars. Like, just let me buy it standalone. I don't understand. Like, do both if you have to. You know, make that service, put that service there. But no, no one would pay for their service. They could just buy the games individually. N sixty four is upset. like where like all my nostalgia is. That's I have weird. some nostalgia for N sixty four games. The problem is that a lot of N sixty four games did not age well. Like, true, but. Uh, I don't know. It's a nostalgia for me. It still, it still hits. I mean, we talked about this before. Their service is not priced competitively for what it's offering. So, I'm not going to invest into it anytime soon. No matter how much I like Kirby 64, it's not enough to get me to like pay for their service. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. They're holding these games ransom. <laughs> I know. Like, well, if you don't fucking pay us, then you fuck you. It's the only way you're gonna get it legally. No, it's bullshit. <laughs> I'll take the piracy. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, we got some game releases. We got Deadcraft, that is dropping on PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Uh, Deadcraft is a like farming a survival action game kind of interesting i never heard of it before it's like a vita game yeah it looks like a vita game it looks vita as fuck this game there are playstation buttons on it yeah um interesting it actually looks not 
bad, but depends on how much the game costs. Yeah. If this game was like forty dollars, go fuck yourself. But <laughs> never heard yeah. of this before. I'm adding that to my wish list. This game looks interesting. Doesn't say the price. There's a demo on, on Steam. We're checking out. I'm adding it to my wish list. I'll check it out. And then we got a uh, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Swan Song. Ah, it is a narrative role playing game. Double down the narrative part of it. It's like a point and click adventure almost. I heard about this game like forever ago. You know, it's supposed to like lead into like the Vampire Masquerade game. Yeah. Looks uh and this looks like okay, honestly. Yeah. I mean it looks it looks like they put some some money into it. You know, it's got a lot of uh it's graphically uh more superior than most of the other vampire games that have been coming out. This one's supposed to like, if I remember correctly, lead into like um Bloodlines too. Okay. Or at least connect to it somehow, if I remember correctly. So I think that's why there's like more production on here than the other games. The other games are like point and click visual novels, right? Like yeah, the ones they released is... before this. <laughs> this almost looks like a, like a like a telltale. No, the other ones are like straight visual novels. <laughs> okay. Oh like, yeah. There's yeah. no 3D assets in the older ones. Yeah. The ones that released like what, like a year ago, two years ago. But this one looks like there's some effort into this. Yeah. So this might be interesting, but I don't know. 50 bucks is a huge ask for like a narrative heavy game like this one that just focuses on the narrative stuff. That's what people like about the Vampire Masquerade content is the, the story and world and lore, but I don't know. Like it, more, more power to you if this is your type of game. Cool. It's not doing it for me, though. Yeah. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> All right. And that's going to do it for our show, everybody. Thank you so much. Everyone stuck around with us. Have a yeah. slow week, you know, mostly indie world stuff. But next week, we'll have some more stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, it's sobby, man. Tell the people where they can find us. Sure. You can go uh, to gameverse.com. GoodGamerverse.com slash Twitch. GoodGamerverse.com slash YouTube. GoodGamerverse.com slash the Discord. Uh, Joker jumped in a Discord, finally. Uh, finally. After winning a bet with his parents to steal things, I feel like that's... Um, I don't want to clown his uh, parenting, but... Uh, <laughs> Your parents sound cool as fuck, though, dude. <laughs> cool and like but also it's a bad influence right maybe don't encourage your kid to steal things i mean fuck it it depends on what the restaurant was it sounds like it was a small restaurant Long, was longhorns like, longhorns a pretty big franchise so we're yeah. they're fine okay okay yeah and yeah they, they can afford it yeah there's this isn't a mom and pop shop's getting fucked yeah. over so yeah. they're cool but uh i finished tunic 
I'm gonna be moving on to some other games now. I I've, I've just been I've been nose and tunic for like a while, man. I just, it was hard to move on. So yeah. finish it. We're moving on. So that's what's gonna happen. Dope. Everybody, be good. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Thanks. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> <laughs>